the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier Infinity System. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient. Reduce your oil bill. By as much as 90%, they have the highest rebates of the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Cary Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL. System replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop in and see them. They have everything Christmas. They also want to thank from uh, Steve and Debbie and Junior Byron, all their loyal new customers, making this year their best year ever. Stop in and see the Rhode Island's number one garden center. They still have some balsam, Fraser fir, cut trees, potted lime trees, custom handmade wreaths. Now, also stop in because they do have mistletoe and cemetery baskets, Christmas crafts, gift certificates are available. They're open every day. Until Christmas Eve, look for them on Facebook, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And then also their website is prmaterials.shop. Thank you to all their uh, very loyal customers. They hope everyone has a wonderful holiday season. Well, folks, President Trump obviously made news last night. I want to play some of his uh, comments. He's not wrong with a lot of this. Uh, It certainly has caught people off guard. But when you think about some of the wasteful spending, this money was supposed to go COVID relief to help people. And instead, the way they're spreading around some of the money and Panama 40 million dollars for the Kennedy Center in Washington DC which is not even open for business 1 billion dollars for the Smithsonian and an additional 154 million dollars for the National Gallery of Art likewise these facilities are essentially not open 7 million dollars for reef fish management billion to combat Asian carp, $2.5 million to count the number of amberjack fish in the Gulf of Mexico, a provision to promote the breeding of fish in federal hatcheries, $3 million in poultry production technology, $2 million to research 
the impact of down trees. $566 million for construction projects at the FBI. The bill also allows stimulus checks for the family members of illegal aliens, oh. allowing them to get up to $1,800 each. This is far more than the Americans are given. That's right. Despite all of this wasteful spending yep. and much more, the $900 billion package provides hardworking taxpayers with only $600 each in relief payments. Crazy. And not enough money is given to small businesses and in particular restaurants whose owners have suffered so grievously. Yep. They were only given a deduction for others to use in business their restaurant for two years. This two-year period must be withdrawn, which will allow the owners to obtain financing and get their restaurants back in condition. Congress can terminate it at a much later date, but two years is not acceptable. It's not enough. That's right. Congress found plenty of money for foreign countries, lobbyists, and special interests while sending the bare minimum to the American people who need it. It wasn't their fault. It was China's fault, Yep. not their fault. I'm asking Congress to amend this bill and increase the ridiculously low $600 to $2,000 All right. or $4,000 for a couple. I'm also asking Congress to immediately get rid of the wasteful and unnecessary items from this legislation and to send me a suitable bill or else the next administration will have to deliver a COVID relief package. And maybe that administration will be me. All right. And we will get it done. Thank you very much. Folks, what would we do without the president? Once again, cutting through the swamp. Folks, very encouraging there at the end, as a matter of fact. Maybe it'll be me. Now, we're going to have a lot more about that on the website. Make sure you check out depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And uh, folks, by the way, that's also the way if you want to get a hold of me, want to uh, send me an email, reach me. That's the easiest way, dipetro.com. Don't forget, dipetro.com is brought to you by Allstate Lock, where you can get residential, commercial, car keys, security cameras, allstatelock.com, or call them 401-349-0042. So President Trump, folks, you know, that attitude in putting you first and putting us first, when you think about it, all that $600 a person, you have the president stepping up saying, how about 4000 a couple, 2000 each? All that money, illegals are getting more than you're getting, more than I'm getting. See, this is why he went to Washington. This is why over 70 million people voted for him. This is why it is um, just that. Just he went in and without, I don't know what, what it's going to be like. We're going to go back to the days where the swamp just dictates everything. So I think the president last night, again, he he is there for you. He's there for us. He's not part of the establishment. He never has been. He's not part of the swamp. He's there for the American people. And of course, anytime they're spending, they have an opportunity. Think about that. It's supposed to be COVID relief. And then suddenly, you know, who mentioned anything? Why are people that are not citizens receiving money? I've never understood that. More and more folks, if, if it's like that now, what is, what is it going to be like four years from now? What would it be like eight years from now? No. It's uh, it's terrible. I thought it was a great moment by the president stepping forward, demonstrating leadership. 
and, and now I think he needs to veto it. And there should be more money, and they should be required to respond to why isn't there more money. All right, a lot more on this and other uh, right here on the John DePietro Show. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly or maybe you have problems with it? I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710-7096. Easy to remember. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator or your stove or oven or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our, our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days. Parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 96. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go until 2. Remember, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Joining me, folks, he is our uh, legal uh, expert and analyst. He is one of Rhode Island's top attorneys, attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, I want to start off with uh, this was uh, rather unusual. I don't remember the last time I saw anything like this, but both uh, Newsmax started reading these disclaimers that a lot of the information that was being said about these dominion voting machines that they were in fact it was just opinion and it wasn't fact and then even lou dobbs did it on uh, fox business and this all stems from these uh these voting machines that are threatening legal action you know it's one thing if rudy giuliani and Sidney paul want to do it but when you have some of the hosts on I believe the three they're talking about is uh, One America Network and then also uh, Newsmax, obviously, and Fox News, or Fox Business in that case. Um, now you enter into a different category, and it must be serious enough that I, I don't remember the last time and even Newsmax running these disclaimers ab- about these machines. Well, I, they've all received lawyers' letters from uh, lawyers for both Dominion and for Smartmatic and I'm sure that the attorneys in-house for One America or Newsmax or Fox is kind of in CYA mode right now and instructing its on-air talent um, to sort of hedge their bets and provide these disclaimers in case the information they've been talking about is not correct. I mean, the president and Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell have been leading the charge um, I remember when Sidney Powell first came on the Trump legal team, she said she was going to stake her legal reputation on the fact that she was going to prove overwhelming fraud, that Biden would probably be prosecuted, that, you know, she really, really laid it on strong so that yeah. if you were on Team Trump, you'd say, oh, my God, 
the Trump the Trump team they've got it. Sidney Powell of all people is out there crowing how she's got the evidence and she wouldn't stake her legal reputation if she couldn't prove it. She hasn't proven anything. Yeah. Now, it's interesting to note that Dominion has sent a lawyer's letter to Sidney Powell uh, demanding a retraction for what she's been saying about the Dominion machines. Sidney Powell has gone ahead and hired Lynn Wood to be her attorney. Lynn Wood has fired back at the Dominion uh, lawyers saying, I've, I've read your demand letter. I'm unimpressed. Uh, Sidney Powell retracts nothing. File your lawsuit. So he's basically laying down a marker. He says, file your lawsuit. Wow. So that is a pretty strong pushback, which is not uh-huh. getting a lot of um, reporting in, in the mainstream media. It's curious that Smartmatic is involved. Everyone's been talking about Dominion and their voting machines and the allegations that there's a backdoor to change the programming on it, which is yet to be proved. Smartmatic, which is is a uh, originally from a um, corporation, that's where the idea came from, and they manufactured it. They sell it around the world. Um, they don't do much in the U.S., and they certainly didn't have their machines in use uh, or their software in any of the battleground states. It was all Dominion. So uh, Smartmatic has been smeared. They're threatening lawsuits. Dominion's threatening. Now, anytime someone is sued for slander or for libel or for defamation or anything of the, of the kind... The adage is that truth is an absolute defense. So if Fox or One America or Sidney Powell is sued um, for making these um, allegedly disparaging comments about the Dominion system, well, then there's a forum for um, Fox or One America or Sidney Powell to take pretrial discovery and to probably get more specific information more quickly um, through the courts regarding getting information out of those Dominion machines than politicians have been able to do um, against competing political factions. It, it, it seems like it's impossible for the Trump legal team so far to get the elected representative or the appointed representatives of the several states to impound the Dominion equipment to do an analysis of the equipment, to check out the software. It seems like they're not getting anywhere. Um, if this lawsuit does, any of these lawsuits get filed, John, part of the defense would be that truth is an absolute defense. But if Dominion has wiped clean or otherwise um, scrubbed its equipment so that you can't do any sort of forensic analysis, it would be difficult for any of these defendants to utilize the truth is an absolute defense argument because they might not be able to produce the evidence. Right. This is also targeted, um, not surprisingly, at the most um, watched um, conservative media outlets being One America, Newsmax, and Fox. We know that President Trump has been praising Newsmax and been praising One America, and for a long time, 
he praised Fox until he didn't praise Fox. And it's curious that these are the three networks that um, Dominion and Smartmatic are going after. You can almost see that there's a political motive. Shut up the people that are disparaging this voting equipment and shut up the people who are um, a voice out there in the wilderness saying there was fraud when the rest of the mainstream media is saying there's nothing to look at here, move along, there's no fraud without any sort of investigative um, reporting, no analysis, yep. nothing. So it'll be interesting to see if these suits materialize. I expect that they will. Um, and I don't think they will be filed until the Dominion equipment is all cleaned up so that you can't do anything forensically with it. Yeah. Tim, I mean, I, Dominion, they certainly could make an argument that their reputation has been damaged i mean i i was mentioning to someone else today every single day i get email from people asking me you know john does rhode island have dominion machines i mean just they're the effort to put them front and center it, it you know much to the detriment but it is it is definitely worked out we're just all these average people in the street know about dominion and their machines well for for these new media outlets <laughs> like like fox and newsmax the question will become if they are simply reporting, President Trump today said that the Dominion sure. machi- machines are corrupt. Rudy Giuliani said today that the Dominion machines are, machines are corrupt. They're reporting on what somebody else said, and that would right. not be actionable. If the talking heads on these news um, outlets start uh, becoming partisans, saying, well, it's obvious that the Dominion machines are corrupt and that they you know, did not provide a correct count. Now the question becomes when the talking heads say these things, do they know the statements they're making to be false or do they make the statements with reckless disregard to whether the statements are true or false? Either, in either event, if they know it's false or they make the statements in reckless disregard to the truth, Either of those would create an actionable um, case for dominion, for damages, for being, you know, um, held up to ridicule and scorn. They've been slandered. They've been libeled. And you're right. I mean, if I was running a a state and I was promoted to um, buy dominion um, software and equipment for the next election cycle, I'd say no way. We've heard right. so much bad about them. So yeah, they have a point if the allegations cannot be proved to be true. We've heard a lot that there's all these things that you can do through the quote-unquote back door of the equipment. It's yet to be shown. It's yet to be demonstrated yeah. by anybody. Tim, uh, last night I went back and watched that first appearance uh, right after the election on Lou Dobbs with Sidney Powell, when she talked about release the Kraken and she was talking, I mean, millions of votes and people are going to prison yeah. and get ready for the indictments. And Lou Dobbs was even Lou Dobbs, Tim Dodd was, was floored by it. But in the end, so far as we are approaching Christmas, they have not produced anything. And, and it's, it's curious. I mean, Perception can become reality, and if you tell a lie often enough, many times people start to think that it's true. But Sidney Powell has had a pretty good run, especially with her efforts on behalf of Mike Flynn. You know, right. she had a pretty, whether you like Mike Flynn or not, whether you like the president or not, you have to admire from a lawyerly perspective the job that she did for her client. 
she did a sure. great job for a client, like a magnificent yeah. job. Um, he was dead in the water and she revived him and pulled him yeah. out and did a great job. Why she would put that sort of credibility on the line in such a strident, forceful way, if she didn't have the cards to back it up, it's, it's, it's a mystery. I'm not sure why she was so out front if she didn't have the information to back up what she was promising. She promised a lot and delivered nothing. Tim, how about last Friday night? Um, supposedly, both her and Mike Flynn and Rudy, they're all in the Oval Office. And Sidney Powell and, and General Flynn, according to reports, were trying to convince the president to institute martial law in the battleground states and, and uh, have an election again in those states. It was... <sighs> That, that's that's the that's the kind of fun parlor game that I guess you could yeah. play if the stakes weren't so high. You know, people talk about what happens if you know there's a tie in the electoral college. What happens if you don't get a winner out of the House or the Senate? You know, if it goes to that level of um, post-election problems. But the notion of imposing martial law, I guess, it's a nice fun theoretical thing to kick around when you're frustrated but that would be political suicide that would be social suicide because there'd be riots in the streets everywhere and it would yeah. ultimately not be a successful ploy now mm. did mike flynn i think mike flynn actually did come out and say it he oh yeah said it on the record um yes Trump, I think, has tried to distance himself from that because it's such a provocative, outlandish, and just wrong thing to be floating out there because whatever Flynn says, it's going to attach itself to Trump as if it's Trump's idea. And right. I, I, I'd be hard-pressed to think Sidney Powell would be out there pitching that as a realistic option. It, it's a crazy option. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more legal analyst Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. Ever in an accident, someone hits your vehicle, it's damaged in some way, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 401- 272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today. 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain. 401-272-3340. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop it and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health. 401 401- 
305-3585. You've seen the hair store. It's right in that old white church. It's my health because, folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, who understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible acai berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best, plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy. And children's vitamins, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. We're speaking with our legal analysts, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys, Tim Dodd. Tim Dodd and... Um, <clears throat> Tim, this story hit uh, just came over the wires kind of late, but former rep Katie Hill. Now, she was um, it was an interesting story. She was a new person in Congress, and suddenly this website had some uh, photos of her that apparently Eric's husband had. She was involved with a staffer, and then it was the term we heard, I think, was a thruple. And she's been trying to rehabilitate herself and kind of tell afterwards that she kind of regrets that she did resign her seat. But uh, now she's decided to go after the take the legal route and apparently is going after the the ex-husband, Daily Mail, who certainly has deep pockets. And then Red State, over which she is saying because they released these photos of her uh, that she did not sign off on. Yes. And every state has different uh, statutes regarding disseminating this type of material. Apparently. She either posed or was unknowingly photographed um, by her then husband in some provocative poses. I'm not sure if she was nude or semi-nude, but somehow it was at least sexually suggestive photographs. Husband leaks those to the media. The media gleefully runs them because it's so salacious. She says the husband didn't have a right to disseminate those photos without her permission because of the nature of the photos. Um, Now it's out there in the media and she's suggesting that those media outlets knew or should have known that the husband didn't have permission to disseminate this stuff. Thus they should not have um, run with it. I think the husband could have a problem I don't think the media outlets do. They get the information. They run with it, just like they run with stuff they get from WikiLeaks or anybody else uh, without necessarily verifying it. We had our own case here in Rhode Island where um, photographs of a um, nude woman were um, disseminated by a then state senator. And when the woman found out that the state senator had disseminated these nude pictures without her permission... He was charged with a felony. So in Rhode Island, that conduct is criminal um, and and very much actionable for civil damages as well as criminal prosecution. 
um, in the state. I believe she's from the state of Washington. I'm not specifically familiar with their statutes, but I'm guessing they've got something similar. Um, she was able to go into court and get a judge to issue a restraining order uh, regarding this conduct and other things as to the husband and as to, I believe, the media from printing any more of the salacious material about her. I, I do agree with what you said at the outset. I think um, this woman is kicking herself for ever resigning her house seat. Um, she's, from, she's from a state that is as liberal as you can get, you know, although it was personally embarrassing perhaps to have stories come out about having a sexual relationship with a staffer or having a threesome and having nude photographs out there. Um, you know, in Congress, that could be seen as par for the course. Who cares? These people are all, you know, living in a different world in D.C. She probably could have survived the turmoil. I know, yes. like... Um, it's been often reported that Al Franken kicks himself all the time for having resigned yes. from the Senate. He was the first yep. guy to, to resign and he's seen what happened with people after the fact. And I think he was sorely like a do over and he would have never resigned his seat. I thought she could have survived. I thought she could yeah. have hung in there and kept her seat and she probably would have been reelected last month. Probably mm. would have been reelected. Folks, we're speaking with our legal analyst, attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, for the cities and towns, this evergreen contract law that went into effect, supposedly a deal cut with the governor and the unions in order to get endorsement for re-election. But it is being challenged in uh, North Providence Mayor Charlie Lombardi, who I believe is the president of the League of Cities and Towns. Their legal counsel is former Providence Mayor Angel Tavares. Um, this this uh, is going in the different direction, good for the cities and towns. This evergreen suit that became that the contract basically never ends. This uh, this thing could be turned around. Well, yes, the, the various cities and towns filed in Providence Superior Court seeking injunctive relief, seeking the effect of this legislation to be enjoined and restrained. Folks, we were on. Speaking with attorney Tim Dodd on the John DePietro Show, and we're going to take a quick break and come back a lot more with Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. This winter, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Make Henry Oil. Make the switch. Make Henry Oil your reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery company. 401-521-0200. Residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Remember, with Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing check out their website henryoil.com or call them today 401-521-0200 henry oil since 1947 they have a great family history and they are just terrific you can depend on carmine and Lori and the great folks at henry oil call them today 401-521-0200 
Check them out online at henryoil.com. Residential and commercial fuel oil delivery, service contracts, budget plans, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, it's Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200 this winter. I'm asking you to switch to Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. Remember, Preferred Towing and Recovery, they're located in Lincoln, and they service the entire state. Preferred is also female-owned and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark Levy. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. You know, Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. He gets the job done safely, securely. Preferred Towing. Call them today, 401-725-8500, 401-725-8500, or online at preferredrecovery.com, as well as Facebook, Preferred towing they can also you know they buy older vintage cars maybe it's from the 60s 70s maybe you have one it's been sitting in, in your garage for who knows how long the last 15 years and you keep saying you know someday i'm going to restore that but how about instead call today 401-725-8500 call for a fair offer today it's preferred towing in recovery located in lincoln 401-725-8500 Again, they've been doing repossessions for 30 years. They'll get the job done safely, secured, safely and securely. Preferred towing, 401-725-8500 or online, preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. We're speaking with attorney Tim Dot. Tim, this uh, story, uh, the case of uh, uh, Beaver Tempest, as his nickname was, the big one socket case and so forth. Now, th- this seemingly has been in and out of the news, but this is a new direction going with the lawsuit that he's taking on against the investigators of the case. This is really an interesting <laughs> development. Um, I'm not sure how far Beaver gets. He's looking for monetary damages, but he is suing the city of Winsocket yep. um, and two of the investigating um, detectives um, that were in part investigating the facts and the witnesses and the allegations regarding Beaver's allegation that, well, the allegations against Beaver that uh, he uh, murdered Doreen Picard by bludgeoning her to death. And this goes back a long way. Most of your listeners I'm sure will remember, but it was a 1982 high profile uh, murder, which was widely reported on. So Beaver goes to trial and he loses, and he sits in jail for 23 years or so, professing his innocence. Um, In those 23 years, DNA technology gets a lot uh, more reliable. Um, He gets the Innocence Project interested in his case. Um, They demand that the case get reopened for a post-conviction hearing to, in the first instance, look at some of the uh, hair samples and other, um, you know, biological samples that could not be tested back at the time this case was tried. Now we've got the technology to do so. But as his team of lawyers was looking into this, 
and looking into the police investigation, they came across a number of alleged um, irregularities and alleged unprofessional conduct by certain cops in the uh, Woonsocket Police Department. And Judge Procassini, who heard the post-conviction matter back in 2015, did find that um, the trial and the conviction of Beaver was tainted by um, essentially a police investigation, which was fatally flawed, uh, which um, the cops tried to allegedly influence witnesses, coax and influence their testimony, coax and influence people to change their stories, um, withhold certain evidence which would be exculpatory for Mr. Uh, Tempest. Allegedly, the cops were withholding some of this information from the um, prosecutors. Um, the court also found problems with the attorney who prosecuted the case, saying that he had engaged in some conduct which, from a prosecutorial, from a prosecutor's standpoint, might be seen as highly suspect or inappropriate. So the whole thing was a mess. So the judge throws the case out. And now Beaver gets his opportunity to have a new trial. Great. He gets to now prove his innocence. He's got all this DNA evidence. He's shown that the witnesses are all um, liars, allegedly. He gets a chance to have a new trial. Well, he draws Judge Krause, who can be a very tough judge. And Beaver um, looks, at, looks at what's before him and a few of the pretrial rulings as the case proceeded before Judge Krause. He decides to take an Alford plea and um, basically is sentenced to time served. An Alford plea, John, means that the defendant maintains his innocence, but he acknowledges that that there are sufficient facts that if the case were to proceed to trial, he could be convicted. So he's not saying he did it. He's not saying the the state would prove the case, only that the state could prove the case. Now he's suing... The two cops retired, well, long retired at this point in the city of Woonsocket. I looked at the um, 72-page decision that uh, Judge Procassini wrote. And just one quick point. One of the investigators was um, an officer named Rodney Remblad, who ultimately became the police chief in Woonsocket. And the court criticized Remblad because Remblad had gone, miraculously runs into one of the witnesses outside of a bar at 11 o'clock at night, and the witness is highly intoxicated, and there's a back and forth between the the officer and the uh, very drunk witness, wherein it seems like the witness was encouraged to change his story, and wherein the officer was allegedly providing information to the witness which might influence his testimony, all of which would be highly problematic and improper police procedure if true. The problem is the witness who was allegedly coaxed and urged to perhaps change their story was never called at trial. Hmm. So even if this officer did what is alleged, 
the witness who he allegedly was working over to get the testimony that he wanted wasn't called at trial. So it's questionable how that piece could be argued by Beaver Tempest caused him to be convicted. There's lots of examples of that. When you're looking at what a jury does, there were so many facets to that case. Uh, Beaver was represented by um, Bill Dimitri, senior, we'll say. The Bill Dimitri, who went on to become one of the finest Superior Court judges ever. Yeah. And Judge Procassini, in his decision, applauds the job that Bill Dimitri did for Mr. Tempest. He shredded every witness on cross-examination. He destroyed their credibility. He went after all the appropriate points. Now, Beaver also alleged that Bill Dimitri um, provided ineffective assistance of counsel. The judge, Procassini, shot that right down and said Dimitri did an outstanding job in a very confused, complicated case. All right, so if there is some police misconduct, which is always wrong, I'm not condoning it in any way, uh, defense counsel does a great job beating up witnesses and shredding them on cross-examination. This guy is convicted anyways. How are we to know what led a jury to convict the guy? Was it the testimony which was perhaps coaxed by the cops out of these witnesses? Maybe yes, maybe no, but Dimitri destroyed all these people on cross-examination. So even if they were coached and even if they changed their stories at the behest of the cops, um, Dimitri showed the lie in all of these witnesses. The jury convicts anyways. So I'm not sure how he proves that specific instances of misconduct are the very and only issues which led the jury to convict him. I think he's got a very high bar to get over if he's going to prove his case for damages. And Tim Dodd, finally, there was the <clears throat> terrible accident happened at the Dunkin' Donuts Center uh, up on the trapeze and then the involving uh, Pete uh, Bielim and Barley, Barnum Circus. And boy, uh, apparently they were really severely hurt, still hurt, and a big, big payout made. Yes, there were, this goes, it's amazing, John. It's already, that this event happened in 2014. It seems like it happened yep. like six months ago. Um, yeah. It was at the Civic Center. It was a ringling show. And these young ladies, eight of them, were performing. It was like the ponytail chandelier or something it was called. They all had long hair in a ponytail. And the ponytail hair was somehow tied to this um, circular rigged up system 20 feet off the ground. And this thing which held all these girls by their ponytails um, they were then supposed to perform. The problem is the carabiner, which is that round like hooking instrument, which supported this whole thing, gave way because the, the rigging mechanism that was used, OSHA found was insufficient and it put too, many, too much of a load on the stress points and it was not correctly engineered. Now, the management company for the convention center, which also manages the civic center, had a contract with the Ringling Show that, that the management company was to provide, a, uh, to ensure 
a safe environment for the show to be performed and that the management company, SMG, was responsible for all the rigging, all the cables, the electricity, and installing all of the equipment. So the Ringling people were not allowed to rig their own show. They couldn't hang their own nets. They couldn't hang their own trapeze or anything else. The people that uh, SMG engaged, most of the union personnel, um, rigged the show. And they should have not rigged the show or they should have known that the way the show was brought to them to be rigged was inherently unsafe. So the management company for the civic center, excuse me, for the convention center authority gets sued. The convention center authority gets sued and collectively for these eight people, um, a joint settlement of 52 million and change was rendered. Um, my understanding is that the management company for the convention center is now going after the Ringling people. The Ringling show is owned by Kenneth Feld, um, and they're looking to subrogate to get some of their money back, saying that Feld knew or should have known that the show that he brought to the Civic Center with this inherently dangerous rigging system for this act um, should have never been allowed to go forward and that Fell can't just lay off his knowledge of alleged alleged knowledge of this dangerous faulty rig system onto the uh, to the civic center and its staff so this will go on but these young ladies were uh, not all of them but i believe at least two or three were really really seriously injured i'm not even sure they're walking yet some less so but they they all left um, the civic center floor. And I remember at the time, severely, severely injured spinal injuries, you know, life-changing injuries. It's, it's a very sad, sad situation. And the $52 million is a lot of money, but when you divide it up eight ways and you look at young ladies who are impacted for life, um, it's never enough money. Yeah. Folks, he is our uh, legal analyst, Tim Dodd. Tim, again, we'll be thinking of you and the family. Uh, no, it's not an easy holiday with the loss of your mom, but Merry Christmas. Uh, keep up the great work, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks, John. Merry Christmas to you and your family and to all your listeners. Take care. R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Coogs today. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, whether it's plumbing, heating, or cooling, residential services, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, they say. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable for plumbing, heating, and cooling. From winter to summer, the train technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls to maintenance agreements to installation, R.E. Coogan Heating proud to help residential customers. They pride themselves. They make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. As they say, as Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's Coog's. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. 
We're speaking with Attorney Tim Dodd. Uh, Tim, you were talking about the uh, evergreen suit now that is being challenged. Yes, the, the moving party here looking for injunctive relief, the various cities and towns have to show it's a high bar that they've got to pass. They have to convince a judge that an injunct, injunctive relief or at least moving forward with their case uh, should occur because there's a high likelihood of their success on the merits that if they don't get relief, they'll be they'll suffer irreparable harm and that they have no other adequate remedy at law. At least if the the judge has found that at least those three points, um, the cities and towns have made an actionable case. She didn't say you're right. She didn't say you win. She said you've demonstrated enough that the case should continue to move forward on what's essentially whether or not the law is legally valid, whether it's constitutional. So she didn't knock them out at the first level. They passed the first level, if you will. Now they're in the second level. So the case will continue. So some people might misinterpret that the statute got knocked out or that the judge agreed on the merits with the cities and towns. That hasn't happened yet. She's just letting the case go forward. And largely, one of the central arguments that Angel Tavares made, he literally quoted Gina Raimondo when Gina Raimondo vetoed a almost, well, very similar piece of legislation a few years back, he quoted her very language, how it would create an insurmountable and unsustainable tax burden on the various cities and towns if this law went into effect. Fast forward a couple of years, and the governor does a flip-flop and um, – does not veto the legislation this time. She allows it to become law. What's more troubling, not only did this evergreen law come into existence, in this legislative session, I'm hearing that um, other unions are looking to expand the provisions of the evergreen statute to cover more unions um, other than just municipal, you know, teacher unions, fire and police, but other unions want in on this action as well. Um, so as with any bad piece of legislation, the danger is parties will come along trying to expand it to grab onto the benefits they think that they should be also enjoying. Um, I think this case will wind up in the Rhode Island Supreme Court if the judge ultimately rules in favor of the cities and towns, the state will appeal and vice versa. So this is ultimately going to wind up with the Supreme Court determining the constitutionality of this legislation. I, I find it hard to believe that they would find it constitutional because it's so onerous and it really forces municipalities to negotiate contracts with, as Charlie Lombardi said, one hand tied behind their back. What do you think of the move by uh, attorney, former Mayor Angel Tavares, to use the words of Governor Mundo? Tremendous. I mean, yeah. that, that's the when, you, when you've got that kind of a card to play as a lawyer arguing a case, it's um, it's it's exciting to be able to argue your case in that manner and using the governor's own words against her and, you know, putting a spotlight on her flip flop. Um, I'm sure Angel enjoyed making that argument. It's something you don't get to do all that often. Uh, Tim Dodd, there was the uh, video that was leaked out regarding an officer in Providence, uh, Officer Hanley with an arrest. And you have this 
border review, and we went through the case. Jose Batista released it. Uh, the representatives for Sergeant Hanley feel this should maybe be an opportunity that the case against him could be dismissed, but apparently that is not the way that it's going to go down. Well, Hanley's counsel did the smart thing, filed a motion to dismiss based upon the adverse pretrial publicity that this video um, could produce for um, Sergeant Hanley. Um, The judge in the district court, because this is a misdemeanor case, um, denied the motion to dismiss. The judge found, the judge said, I haven't even seen the video. And if I do see the video, I think that I will have the objectivity to give it whatever weight it should or should not have. And that video would not influence me uh, one way or another in determining the, the fate of this sergeant in terms of being found guilty or not guilty. And that's a good point. And a judge sitting without a jury has a lot more latitude. You know, judges, you would presume, have seen it all before, heard it all before, and they're not going to yep. be shocked or swayed by this video. But the trick is, John, let's assume that um, Hanley is convicted in the district court and he appeals to the superior court. Um, I guess the video would come into evidence in the district court trial as it should, as is appropriate, which would certainly once again expose Hanley to negative publicity. The real question would be a jury that would be impaneled in the Providence Superior Court. Would those jurors say that they were swayed or um, poisoned against this guy because they saw the video at the time of its release and before the trial actually occurred. It could be an argument, but it would be a difficult one. How, what jurors are going to remember when they saw that video first and when it swayed them? Um, if that was possible, it could wind up tainting a jury pool, but um, the video is now getting it out there in the district court case. Yeah. Folks, quick break. A lot more. Attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once in a lifetime sale. Never done before. 65% off until Christmas Eve. One year interest free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. 